0: Hello friends, Kirk Henderson and Josh Bowe coming to you after game 1 of the Western Conference Finals. It's about 10:30 on May 18th. Dallas Mavericks just got kind of waxed by the Golden State Warriors 112 to 87. How are you doing, Josh?
1: I'm doing okay. Um
0: I guess the Mavericks are never playing
1: a clutch game for the rest of the season, huh? It's yeah. I mean, it, it's been time. a while. <laughs> um boy, that was I don't know that this was, this is a weird game in the sense that I kind of was bracing for the Mavericks to lose game one. I think you shared that shared a Dalton stat about how teams playing in game one after winning a game seven are like 32 and 50 all time or something like that. Yeah. It was pretty rough. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's
0: like, it's, it's kind of an emotional letdown. It's, you know, the Mavs looked, I don't know. We, we, you and I both took some grief for this, but like we watch a lot of basketball and not only do we watch a lot of basketball, we watch a lot of basketball repeatedly. The, the Dallas body language in this game was one of a tired team really quickly into the first quarter.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, lots of slump shoulders, shrugs, Mm -hmm. um, not getting back in transition. Um, feel like a little bit of some flat, flat footedness in a lot of ways. Uh, a Genuine state surprise
0: state. at yeah. a lot of stuff.
1: <laughs> and I think that's somewhat to be expected. I think two days is not enough to game plan and try to simulate what it's like to guard home state when they're playing at their mm-hmm. highest level. And the way Golden State plays is just, it's so different than Utah and Phoenix. It's so like, I think I, I can't remember if I wrote this in this in the series preview or or predictions, but I always felt like, the opening game was going to be like some like a system shock to the Mavericks because it is just they were so honed in on their defensive game plans against Utah and against Phoenix that this is just another animal and uh, it showed in a lot of different
0: ways tonight yeah and I'm curious as to to sort of how to talk about this game because I feel (laughs) you know obviously offense and defense are, are really connected and I felt, and I kind of want to talk about the offense first, and then we can talk about the defense. I felt in the first quarter, the Mavericks had really good process. Only no one could hit a shot. They took 15 threes in the first quarter. They hit three of them. And (laughs) most of the threes that they took were open. And Reggie Bullock, Jalen Brunson, Dorian Finney-Smith, guys, sorry. Conference finals. Got to hit your threes. And when the Mavericks just couldn't hit and you could start to see Luca get kind of, Luca was getting, Luca got played really physically tonight. And I don't think he, he was, you know, or I don't think there were any, any calls that I thought he should have gotten, et cetera. It's just, you know, he, he plays a physical brand of basketball. He's going to dish it out. He's going to have to take it in some respects. He got gashed across the face, and then I thought he started kind of got getting some makeup calls for the refs missing that one, but he was making the right read early, and then the warriors it, warriors closing hard on threes, and then it just everything kind of came to a grinding halt for the offense because when the threes stopped falling, Luca, I think looked to press a little more, and then when Luca pressed a little more. Kevon Looney or someone would help Wiggins on the drives. And then you have Draymond Green kind of lurking. I mean, the man had six second half turnovers, meaning Luka Doncic um, to only two points. And I think that that's him pressing because no one else in the offense, other than maybe Spencer Dinwiddie, really stepped up. Am, am I that that was kind of my key takeaway? Just the offense got progressively harder because everybody's assholes tightened up.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's that's pretty accurate. And even then, um, the Mavericks shot 48 three-pointers this game, and they made 23% of them. They were 11 of 48 from three. And like you said, they were getting good looks. And, I mean, even in the second half, I thought some of the looks weren't too bad. Uh, but, you know, definitely there was a point where it felt like the missed shots broke not just Luka. And I know I'm getting... You know, I got killed for it on Twitter by a couple people for saying yeah. that. Um, but it wasn't just like you know the whole team got crushed when they didn't miss when they didn't make shots, and it just bled into. It's so hard, like you said, it's so hard to talk about anything in this game because it feels like everything stems from the missed threes. Because the missed threes led to the offense getting progressively worse. Because you know Luca was pressing a little bit in the second quarter. Uh, sorry, second half, not second quarter. Um, the missed threes fueled the Warriors to get some like easy runouts because they run a hell of a lot more than Phoenix and Utah, and I don't think the Mavericks were totally prepared to play a team that actually likes to push the ball uh, you know, at every opportunity they can get. And, and then that forces your defense to get extended, and you're not set up in the half court, and you're chasing this Warriors off-ball frenetic offense in the half court after you've been chasing them in transition and you start getting tired and then you start making mental mistakes and you start giving up layups and like, it just, it felt like it all just cascaded. Like this was trickle down economics for yeah. African well, uh,
0: basketball. And then there, there are a few things that happened in the first quarter, which really set the tone for sort of how the game would go. Number one, um, um, their guy come on Looney who's been a warrior for a real long time, probably one of the more underrated guys got three offensive boards leading to six putback points when the Mavericks were actually still playing pretty good defense. And it's just for as much as everybody likes Dwight Powell, he's a pretty horrendous rebounder. Um, It's not, you know, I don't mean to kill the guy. This is just the thing that exists. Like Dwight Powell, Western conference finals, starting center is a bizarre sentence. Um, So I'm trying not to be like too much of a hater on this, but, That sort of stuff, the the 50-50 balls, a lot of them went the Warriors' way, and I felt like the Mavericks got outworked. So when that happened in the first quarter, they were getting – because overall in the entire game, the Warriors grabbed um, just seven offensive rebounds, but they had a number in the first half – that sort of broke Dallas at the wrong moments. We've seen this happen breaking the Mavericks way. The other thing that I thought in the first quarter really surprised Dallas was the pace, and that the Warriors really looked to kind of throttle it down their throats in a way that Phoenix never did, and Utah certainly didn't.
1: Yeah, that fast break stuff that was just killer. I don't think the you know the big thing that I saw early on was the Mavericks were trying to hide Luca on Andrew Wiggins um because if you look at the Warriors starting lineup you're obviously not going to put them on Steph um you're obviously not going to put them on Looney uh yeah. you don't want to put them on Clay because Clay will you know you don't want Luca running through a bunch of screens uh and then you don't want to put them on and Draymond makes sense in in like uh in a vacuum because you're like well Draymond doesn't like to shoot put him on Draymond but Draymond is such a fulcrum for their offense and dribble handoffs and movement and stuff like that that I don't think you want Luca involved in that many offensive actions because Green is such an initiator sometimes mm-hmm. for them, like a trigger man. So you kind of have to put him on Wiggins. And man, I saw at least maybe two or three times in the first half Wiggins like, you know, the Mavericks missing a three, and Wiggins, as soon as that shot goes up, just sprinting to the other end of the yeah. floor and getting an easy run out, getting fouled or getting a layup. And the cross matching because Luca's being guarded by I don't, you know, he's not being guarded necessarily by Wiggins on that possession. Uh, you know, sometimes he's being guarded by Green, sometimes he's driving and getting help covered by by Looney rotating, and then Wiggins is gone. And and like Luca <laughs> leaking out in transition against Luca is a pretty smart thing to do, cause I mean, if he doesn't make the shot, there's a seventy percent chance that he's looking at a ref or he's slumping his shoulders or he's He's jogging back on the, on the defensive end. And man, that bit them a, a number of times mm-hmm. in the first half and. I think that kind of set the t- also set the tone for the game that the Mavericks and you know the key to that is either you know you get back or you just make shots so it doesn't matter and the Mavericks right. never made shots and they never got back
0: and I sort of I sort of think that if they connect on a few more of these open threes in the first right. quarter the game goes differently totally and made and and it's it was just such a momentum based thing the other thing that happened in the first half is Maxi Kleba who is an extremely important part of this team picked up three really stupid fouls. Like just like he he one was a like Luca was unbelievably sloppy with the ball tonight on his handle, and one he picked up where Luca lost the ball and he fouls a guy at half court going for for fast break. Like, give up those two points. We need Maxi Kleber on the floor.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it was crazy. Uh, I mean, Draymond got that lay. That or, or did you? Were you just talking about the Dr- the Draymond one too? Like the in the fast break where Draymond got that layup that one sucked like just let draymond shoot the ball at the rim yeah just if he's out and then when he was playing you know he's such a rhythm guy and Mm -hmm. him getting jerked around with his minutes did not i'm sure did not help with his shooting he was one of four um he didn't foul again for the rest of the game which was nice but i mean that third quarter was such an avalanche didn't really matter um but yeah i mean that's that's tough. It didn't feel like the Maverick, you know, in, in the, in against Utah and against Phoenix, you know, the Mavericks had that five out spacing, you know, even playing pal 10 to 12 minutes a game, you know, the Mavericks would still get to that five out offense and spread you out and 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 make you look silly. That never really happened. Uh, you know, with Kleba only playing 19 minutes, they did try during at the five for a little bit. I need to rewatch it and see how effective that was, but I don't remember it being super effective in the moment but again a lot of that is just they couldn't, they couldn't make any shots yeah uh, and if you're playing five out with dorian at center you're gonna get a lot of threes and they just well make threes. so I, I wanted to say speaking into like the small ball like to me another big thing besides the missed threes another big thing in this game is is looney got to play 28 minutes and be positive force this reminds me of the, the clippers series like they have to treat Looney like Zubak, Evicka uh, Zubak, and he has to get played off the floor. If Looney's allowed to play 28 to 30-something minutes every game and he's not a negative uh, effect for the Warriors, I mean, that's, that's bad. They have to change that somehow. They have to I mean, get he, Looney he off was the a floor. Fanning. Yeah, he was very good. There was never a moment where it looked like Looney was out of place, and when you consider what the Mavericks are trying to do with the five-out offense that they like to run for a lot of the game, that's just... You're given the Warriors a giant advantage there, and not to discredit Looney, he's a, he's a solid player, like you said. He's he's definitely underrated, I think.
0: Yeah. Well, and this is where this is where like you got to be kind of specific with the criticism. Where Luca was doing, Luca was his usage rate is probably off the charts in this game. Where he he was having a real hard time. I could see it. He he talks about when he knows when to drive. Based off of like you know how many he counts and figures out which backline defenders have been in the lane, he was having a real hard time with that tonight because the Warriors are just so lengthy yeah. and Looney, you know, Luca just didn't make anybody pay, and that's one of the few times I think I've seen this in a long time. And he's you know I, I trust that that he'll figure it out and and kind of get it together. Um, the the other thing that is at least worth mentioning for me is I. I need Jalen Brunson is such a confusing player. Sometimes 14 points on 16 shots is just not going to do it. And I, I, I wrote this in the recap. Brunson being has, has been quietly awful from three outside of game two in Utah, where he was six of 10 from the floor, remove those statistics. And he is 11 of 48 from three for the rest of the playoffs. Um, and two of those makes happened in the second half against um, Phoenix in game seven. And he is a good three-point shooter. We've talked about this for two years. We want him to take shots. Kavon Looney was daring him to take threes. And he drives in for these longer twos. And uh, it's, it's just a math game. The Warriors are willing to win. And you know Brunson wasn't terrible. It's just if he's, they they need more from him. Like I don't know. Lugo, it's, it's six of sixteen
1: is, is is pretty terrible. Well, yeah, but he's
0: like terrible, and like the whole everybody was terrible. Yeah, everybody. Was was not was a terrible. single starter. I mean, I technically Dwight Powell shot fifty percent. The <laughs> entire starting lineup shot. You know, just no. really, really poorly.
1: Yeah, no one looked good. And you're right about Brunson. The thing about Brunson too is it's less about it's less about the makes. It's it's about the attempts. And you look at that game against Utah where he was six of ten. And then after that, just a lot of 0-for-1s, like 1-for-3s. Uh, he averaged two in a, t- three attempts per game against Phoenix. He just needs – you know, five is actually a pretty decent number. I'm, I'm glad he got up five. But he needs to be in that, like, five to seven range consistently every game. And now, you know, he just needs to make them. And it is, it is a bizarre – it's a bizarre trend for him because he was such an outstanding shooter in college and he's shown flashes in the NBA – of being an outstanding three-point shooter, um, you know, what, he was 37% this year, 40% last year. I mean, he's – I don't know what else to say. He just has – you know, this is just one of those weird games where, it, you know, we talk about make or miss league, and Brunson really personified that tonight. He just has to make the shots that he's given and, and still be confident in taking
0: them. Yep, yep. Reggie Bullock was another one. It just –
1: Everyone was another one.
0: Yeah. It's like you go Well, I mean, the secretly yeah. the worst player in the game was Mac was Dorian Finney Smith, who I, I, I don't, I'm trying to like be, I'm trying to be critical and I want people to understand that. I think Dorian has probably been the third most important Maverick for most of the season behind Luca and behind Brunson. So it's like compared to what I used to think about Finney Smith, this criticism comes to understanding of how important he is to the team. He looked lost from the opening tip. He has always been a guy that I get got a little frustrated with in previous seasons for how the Mavericks used him defensively. Watching him tonight be at the wrong place at the wrong time and he, he there was one turnover in the in the third quarter like you you tweeted our psychic like, what happened? The Mavericks had the ball on an out of bounds play and then they just didn't have it. It was because Dorian threw it to no one. Thinking that Jalen Brunson was was um was looking for it. And it's like I'm just not used to those kind of Dorian mental miscues, and this game had a ton of them. He he bulldozed Steph Curry for no reason on a fast break two on one opportunity where all he needed to do was get out of the way. Like just, yeah. those things don't matter in a in a 25-point loss or whatever the heck the Mavericks got beat by. It's not the it's just like There were so many little mistakes on top of bigger picture issues that this was just a really painful game to watch.
1: Yeah, and Dorian, this is going to be a tough series for him um, because with the way the Warriors play on offense and so much of their offense is off-ball cutting and screening and movement, uh, and they do use the pick-and-roll, but it's just different the way they use You know, They're not using the pick-and-roll necessarily. Yeah. To, to score or get a, a direct kick out three they're just using it to keep their guys moving and in motion and keep keep the ball swinging around to get paint touches while you know some other guys are are doing off ball action and screening and cutting on the other side of the floor and dorian you know he's such a good he's been such a good point of attack defender uh an isolation defender in these playoffs what he's done to donovan mitchell what he's done to you know chris paul and Devin booker and the Warriors just don't do that stuff, and they're gonna run Dorian through a bunch of screens. And Dorian is like a six seven six eight big perimeter guy, and those are not necessarily the guys you want trying to avoid getting screened because it's just hard for the bigger you are, the harder it's a it is to just get around screens. And that's again not mm-hmm. a knock against Dorian. It's just. It's just going to be a difficult series for him to make an impact on defense. That's not saying, I'm not saying he's not one game. I'm just saying that's what we saw tonight. And it's something that the Mavericks are going to have to adjust uh, a little bit more. And really, the adjustment is they just need to switch more so that Dorian's not fighting through these screens and and trust the switching. It's really difficult. You know, you have to be on it with your communication all the time because there's so much switching you're going to have to do. But the alternative of watching these guys, you know, slamming into Looney and Green on on screens and getting behind guys and watching these backdoor cuts and layups and stuff happen, it was just – it was painful. And you talked about Brunson shooting slump uh, quietly. Dorian – since Dorian went 8 of 12 from three against the Suns in game four, so the last three games against the Suns and this game one against the Warriors, he is 5 of 14 from three and he has been under he has not scored double digit points since that game four he's at eight points in game five four points in game six five points in game seven and now five points in game one against the Warriors and the Mavericks were able to compensate that in the last two games against the Suns because Luka went crazy Brunson went crazy and Dinwiddie went crazy and Bullock's been really steady yeah. and Maxie's been, but you know it's just the, the Mavericks for so long have been if one of their role guys doesn't like there's someone's been popping like seemingly every playoff game. Dorian had that great game for uh, Maxi had that great game against the jazz. Dinwiddie had an amazing game. Seven Brunson had, uh, you know, has had some good games. Like a, one of these role guys always seems to pop if, if another one struggles and tonight, none of them did. I mean, and the shooting just kind of reflects that uh, Kirk, have you seen the, uh, shot chart for the mavericks doyle now uh, i tweeted i have it a, out.
0: you need to see it i struggle where is it i struggle finding this stuff after games when i'm trying to complete like nine things at once even though i should know where it is
1: uh i'm going to this is great audio but i'm sending it to you uh in slack as a direct message cuz you just need you to go. see it um <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that oh, that tell me like I, I already I've got some thoughts. Just reacting to it for the first time. Tell me, tell me what sticks out to you. What's a number that that really sticks out to you?
0: Gosh, I'm not trying I to like guess quiz you. The YouTube fact that mysterious. they took 36 threes above yeah. the break <laughs>
1: yeah. and made nine,
0: and made nine, yeah. yeah.
1: Look at the paint. Look at the rim, and look at the non-rim in the there paint
0: shots. So and really, they didn't even shoot that well at the non-rim, like kind of restricted paint area. No, I mean, but, but they took. They took 23, 23 shots. shots that yeah. not
1: at the rim, but in the paint. That's so many, yeah. Oh, that's so many. Uh, and only six shots at the rim, seven percent of their total shots were at the rim. That's
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I well, mean, I mean, they never really yeah. get to the rim, like no, I know, I, know, I the, know.
0: And Luca and Brunson like live in this mid range kind of sweet spot area, and that was where like, Lu- like Luca was just met as the game went on with more and more bodies because. I don't know, they're going to have to work in some additional cutting. They they've really yeah. gotten away from from cutting as the season's worn on and I get it. It's 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 a thing. I don't know. It you know, yeah. it, it is just one game, but then there's like other elements of what you look at and You know, Curry's had kind of a lackluster postseason. He really got going tonight. Clay Thompson looked washed, and then the Mavericks gave him layups. And it's just like, what are we doing? And
1: that to me is just the result of like the first half where they just felt like they were chasing Golden State on all these fast Mm -hmm. breaks. And then the second half, they just the thing about the Warriors is if they're getting fast breaks in transition and getting out in transition, that's bad because their half court is going to wear you out just as equally with their mm. movement. And it just felt like in the in the third quarter they just they ran out of gas cuz there were there were so many blown cup blown plays and miscoverages that were just like I mean we're talking like elementary like give ups on on the defensive end just because the Warriors just keep chipping away at you until you break yeah Uh, and they broke the damn broke in the third quarter yeah
0: the 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 help the helper and like help recovery things that the mavericks have been good at all year yes the warriors really stretch that sort of element to its breaking point because they just work things until they get the right shot and so many cuts and so and it's just it's very different and and they're gonna have their work cut out for them i i don't it's minor stuff, but like I don't understand how you're trailing Clay Thompson on a curl. Like, there's no hedge where the guy set, like the guy guarding the screener doesn't bump Clay at all. Like, there's not. And but-
1: I mean, and that goes back to like you know, I think on that Clay layup you're talking about in the third quarter, Luca kind of just stood and and watched it at the ri- he was at the rim. I don't know who he was guarding, but he just kind of stood and watched it, and you know kind of kind of put his head down afterward and again that's the kind of stuff that i'm like i don't want to get too much into it onto luca specifically because like you said everyone was bad uh, and everyone kind of had bad body language and you're never going to win an nba game if you shoot 11 of 48 from three like you're just it's not going to happen but luca is the leader and that stuff cascades down like you know he sets the example for the rest of his team like they look up to him for setting the example of how they're going to play this game and, and setting the tone and, and establishing things. And, you know, when I feel like when Luca's like that, it kind of snowballs on them a little bit. Right. I don't know right. if it's fair or not, but that's just, I mean, I'm just, I'm watching, that's why I'm watching the game and that's what I'm seeing. And again, that's not me trying to say Luca lost this. this no, game no, that, just, just something I, I noticed when these, in the, cause I mean, every game is, they haven't had a clutch game yet. And so it's, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to talk about some of these things
0: 100 percent. that's where it's like when people get pissy with us when you note these sorts of things it's like all right like we're not saying he's the root problem it's just when you look at these sort of things me saying okay reggie bullock you need to hit the open three duh pretty simple like well okay what are things luca what are things that, that luca can do different what are the things that the mavericks offense can do to get luca different looks like he had the ball above the break i don't think he got a single post touch for example, I don't remember any. Do you? I remember him trying to post up a couple of times, but he never got in the paint with them. Yeah. And so, it's just, you know, things like that, like that's in it. You know, there's just more variety of things you can talk about with Luca. So it, it kind of what comes with that is a little bit more criticism. And sometimes people just really don't like it. I mean, oh, well, whatever.
1: Yeah. I mean, I okay. still feel I don't think this changes how I felt. I picked Mavs in six and I don't think this changes anything yet um because i need to see a game i mean if they shoot 11 of 48 from 3 again you know, they're not going to win this series so let's see what they look like if they don't miss all their open shots in the first quarter yeah. uh, and if they can do that you know i i expect much much better things cuz that's just going to help everything that's going to help their defense it's going to help their energy level it's going to help uh, just across the board so let's see you know it sounds stupid but they just need to make their shots in game 2 and then we can kind of Go from there,
0: yeah, all right, well, we'll probably have some writing and some post game stuff, you know, just kind of the I want to say the usual, but it shouldn't be the usual. <laughs> We're all tired. um, I'll probably go do a shorter green room. I don't know, I'm gonna be interested to see whether people are mad or not, um, and then we'll go from there, cool, sounds good. good, yeah, we'll be back. I won't be Friday. back. <laughs> you won't be back Friday, that's right. We need to tell the whole staff that I will be back <laughs> Friday night with some other things going on maybe we will hear from you Sunday, but you may be traveling. Oh, I'll be Um, back
1: Sunday. I'll be, I get into Dallas at like 8.30 in the morning.
0: Oh, okay. So yeah, so you're, I mean, you're missing a game and and you you probably won't even miss it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) The wedding, the wedding's on a Saturday. So Friday night after the rehearsal dinner is free. So I'm definitely going to be watching it and we're on the east coast so it'll like ah
0: so you get to experience my hell
1: yeah but but that means everything we'll be
0: doing will be done with by the time the game starts so we're definitely gonna watch it all right dude well you have a good night everybody else well you hope you have a better thursday and i'll be back friday and we'll talk then guys have a good rest of your week